Welcome back to Hanging on Cliffs, where real issues meet real conversation. It's your boy Cliff, and we're back in the building. We're on a podcast that discusses professional development, growth, and really anything related to becoming a better and bigger adult human being in society. Tonight's episode is going to be titled, Five Ways to Close a Chapter in Your Life. Because I feel like we're all moving through life, we're all going through different eras, different chapters, we're closing the door on some past situations and past things that we used to do. And it's very relatable to us as young adults, because this is a very crucial time in our life where so many changes happening for us and we're not completely solidified where we want to be yet so we're going to continue to move through these different chapters these different eras and everything that comes that is adverse into our lives so before i hop into the content i would like to give y'all a little tidbit into what my vision is for the podcast moving forward Tonight's podcast and the next one is going to determine if I want to continue making content or if I want to push my energy into a different direction. So if y'all could send me any feedback or if y'all think I should continue going with the podcast or if I should end it, let me know because I appreciate all the feedback that y'all give me every time I drop something. And I really want to say a special thank you to everyone who continues to listen to me week after week and who continues to give me raw and honest feedback on everything that I say or bring up in my podcast. Keep in mind, like this is not just me bringing y'all content. This is y'all interacting with me as well. I get a lot of my ideas from y'all. So if y'all could just keep that up, I would greatly appreciate it. But with that being said and done, we're going to hop right into the content. Something important that I think that we should all understand when it comes to starting new chapters and starting new eras in our lives is that nothing stays the same forever. And if we don't close off the old chapters in our life, we can't give new ones our full attention. We have to be fully attentive to the new ways of our lives, the new things that we're interested in, the new places that we're going. I mean, sometimes we outgrow jobs and relationships and hobbies, and other times we may be the ones that get left behind. Someone might leave us in order to start a new chapter in their lives. But either way it goes, I mean, obtaining closure is important in order for us to move on to our new chapters. And closure is something that we value as human beings. That is a part of our nature. And closure can come in many different forms in many different ways. And it can also be difficult for us to let go of someone that was once important. Let's face it. I mean, we've all been in situations where we miss someone or we wanted to reach out to someone or we wanted to keep someone in our lives just because of the fact that we missed them. And it can be difficult to let go of that person. And it's not a simple case of coming to an end and being able to walk away, you know, unbothered or unmoved or whatever you want to say. But how do we make sense of these endings? How do we compartmentalize an old era coming to an end? How do we make sure that we don't dwell on the things of the past, that we don't continue to reminisce and let things of the past control us and put our energy into that? We learn to close chapters in our lives because it is imperative to living a full and happy life. And being happy is one of my biggest aspirations in life. People often ask me, you know, what is your life goal? What do you have envisioned for yourself? What is your overall ambition? And I always give them the same and simple answer. I want to be happy. I want to be happy in my relationships. I want to be happy in my jobs. I want to be happy in my friendships. I want to be happy in every single area. And I know it's hard to do that. It's hard to obtain that. But I don't want it to be misery. I don't want to be miserable in any aspect of my life. If I can be happy, even if it doesn't, I don't have to be happy every single day because nobody is happy every single day. But if I can find happiness at the root of every area of my life, then I'm fine in that way. 
So it's benefits of having closure. I mean, we automatically think of romantic relationships when we talk about closure. But there are many situations that can benefit from closure. And some examples can be like bereavement. If you lose someone or something that's very close to you, drifting away from a close friend, we often don't associate that with bereavement, but that is definitely something that can make you grieve. Estrangement. If your family pushes you away or they cast you off or they um, disinclude you from the rest of the family. And also relocations. Relocations is a big one, especially at the point that a lot of us are in right now. A lot of us have never lived away from our family. A lot of us have never been away from our family for extended periods of time. So this might be a new chapter for you. This is your time to grow. This is your time to elevate. This is your time to put yourself in rooms with other people who want to do the same. So all of that is a sign of a new chapter or a new era in your life. And we have to have that closure. And this is by no means, you know, a set list of anything, but we may benefit from closure and anything that leaves us with a sense of confusion. We definitely need that closure there because as humans, we're always going to ask ourselves, why? What did I do in order to deserve this or what did I do in order to have to start this new chapter by myself or whatever it may be? We desire that. So we're going to get right into it. So before we jump into the five ways of getting closure or starting a new era or chapter in your life, we need to understand that there are three different people when it comes to getting closure. And the first type of person is a very type A personality. They seek order and structure and they feel the most comfortable with routine and predictability. Their lives are on a clock. They know when, what time they're getting up. They know when they're going to work out. They know when they're going to come home. Those are the people who seek closure the most. However, the second type of person is a more creative mind, a spontaneous person. Um, they kind of just go with the flow. Those type of people don't necessarily need closure. They can just move on with their day. But the third and the most dangerous type of person when it comes to closure is the category of the individuals who actively evade closure. Um, this is to avoid criticism and blame. They don't want to be blamed for you having to start a new chapter or a new era or having to cross them out of your life or anything like that. So they'd rather t keep their distance and stay away. That way they won't feel like they've done anything and they can also internalize, I didn't do nothing to that person. I don't know why they're acting like that. They can kind of gaslight you from across the room without having to. So the first step into starting a new chapter is to find out why a chapter is closing. You have the right to ask questions. I mean, you can ask someone why they want to end a relationship with you or why you're being passed over for a promotion at your job. And I mean, in fact, you don't even have to seek answers. Your questions will be unresolved in your mind if you just sit there and don't ask. So I would recommend asking. And this can lead to rumination if you don't ask. That means that the memories and everything dealing with that specific chapter or area in your life will continue to replay and replay and replay. And this is not healthy at all because it'll be the only thing that's on your mind all the time. And I mean, it is always useful to find answers to what you're going through and find out the facts of the situation and recognize and accept what you contributed to the situation as well. And this will help you make sense of the circumstances. That, that's a big part of closure. A big part of closure is making sense of everything. And for me, that is big because I'm a very logical and cynical type of person. I deal with facts. I mean, it is what it is. It's right there in front of you. And a lot of times you don't even have to seek this because individuals will show you this along the way. 
And the second step is to take back control. You have to take back control of your lives. And it can be in a friendship. If your friendship is deteriorating, you have to take control. I mean, that is your friendship. You own it. So if you can come to that person and be like, hey, I don't think it's going to work out as a friend, um, but I wish you the best in life and, and I, wish, I wish you well, then that's better and you'll get closure in that way because you know that you took control and that you took the right measures in order to get there. And the third step is to embrace any grief that you're going through. I mean, we experience a grieving period at the loss of something important to us. Grief is not only experienced when someone dies or someone close to you passes away or anything like that. When we allow ourselves to grieve, we help facilitate closure. And we can keep the claim of closure by sitting with our emotions. You have to sit down with your emotions sometimes. I know it's hard to hear. Nobody wants to sit down with their emotions, but we have to. And we got to journey safely. We got to take caution through the different stages of grief because you can get stuck in different stages. But I mean, ultimately, nobody grieves in the same way. I can't tell you how to grieve. I can't tell you what to let go of. But you'll recognize when you're grieving and when you need to be kind to yourself throughout that process. And the fourth step is to remember the good times. It's important not to close the chapter with bitterness and resentment. Um, it may it may be well that a situation or a relationship has come crashing or whatever it is, but if you're honest with yourself, you'll likely remember many of the good times over anything. And I know sometimes we have to take time to reflect on the happy memories and return to old feelings and recall how we felt, you know, in those beginning stages because you won't always just leave that uh relationship or that friendship with those negative thoughts or that um, hatred or that resentment in your heart. And I mean, the last step to finding closure and starting that new chapter is to tie up all the loose ends. Depending on what chapter you're closing, depending on what the circumstances are, you have to tie up the loose ends because things like deleting posts from social media, um, changing names in your phone, or untangling any type of accounts or memberships that y'all have together, updating um, your passwords on anything that they may have access to and to cancel arrangements that you have with them. Because I mean, as long as you continue to see this person, you're never going to get closure from that. And so when we move on with our lives, it can be helpful to be surrounded by, you know, constant reminders of our past chapter in order so we can see where we came from, because you never want to forget where you came from as well. And that's something that, you know, I took into heart. Because a lot of times I always start new chapters and I resent the chapter that came before. But now I'm learning to kind of, you know, embrace, yeah, I went through this, but this chapter taught me this and I won't take this into my new chapter. I mean, this is a tough topic because I know all of us are going through different things. But what I learned about life is that everybody goes through things. However, we can always relate it to something that somebody talks about or something that somebody brings up. It might not be your exact situation, but you can relate an episode like this about closure or about a new chapter to a lot of different things that happen throughout your life. So with that being said, that's pretty much all I have for the podcast today. Like I said earlier, I won't beat a dead horse to try to reiterate what I already said. 
But y'all just give me y'all feedback. This is going to dictate my future episodes and the destiny of this podcast moving forward. Um, thank y'all for coming and hanging on Cliffs where Real Issues Me Real Conversation. It's your boy Cliff, and I'm out of the building. But before I leave, I would like to say um, y'all go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Hanging on Clips, no underscores, no dashes, no nothing. Also, you can follow my main account too. Y'all can follow me at Ride for Cliff. That's R I D E, the number four, Cliff, C L I F, never two F's, just one. With that being said, I'll see y'all next time.